Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Candy, better known as Chosen Royalty. Welcome again to the podcast that we're going to probably go in. I know this one is going to be hard, y'all, but somebody got to do it. Somebody got to do it. It's a few of us out there that got to do the work. They got to do the dirty work. And I think that God calling me for it to be me. He just said, you got, I'm giving you an assignment. You got to do it. You got to take the backlash if they give it. But I don't, I don't, I don't worry about the comments or anything. I don't worry about that from people. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have, I've been so ignored for all these years that <laughs> that don't even bother me. It don't bother me. I just go back to being my own, my my introvert self, doing what I'm doing for the Lord, and He got my back. So it don't bother me. God got me. Anywho, let's go ahead and invite the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for being with us right at this very moment. Clear all of our hearts and minds and let us accept this in the spirit. Let us think clearly and know that you have already done what you're going to do. And you have so much more to complete till your will is done. But everything that you have done in our past is no longer meant. We don't need to listen or think about things of the past anymore doesn't make any sense it's wasteless talk but what we want to do in this present time is address the things that we did with forgiveness and keep moving so that we we are being forgiven we want you to forgive us for the wrong we did and for the wrong that others have done towards us. We love you, and we ask for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all, I was going through my, my stories, and I came across a couple that was that was really hard to decide if I was going to put this out on my record on my podcast and I said you know what <laughs> some of them I had to skip by and not do it tonight because it is late night for me but one I could not pass and I'm still going to do the others wait for those come back and listen um because these stories and the, the things that I say sometimes can be relatable to people. And I want you to relate so that way we can get through this together. This is self-healing for you and for me. And as long as we get it off of our chest and we forgive others for the things that they've done. Because they know not what they do. Okay. So this is self-healing for you, for me. And we will do this together in, with love, in love. Okay. I love you, and I hope that you love me back. All right. This one, I, you know, I went in, I was speaking to somebody else, but I forgot who it was, my sister, I don't know, was it my husband? I don't know. But, hmm, this one is kind of spiritual, 
and let me go ahead and put the disclaimer out i'm not trying to step on anybody's toes parents i'm not getting on you or condemning you i cannot do that i'm not convicting anybody if it hits you a certain type of way it's only because i had said it and it related to you take it with take it up with god with the holy spirit and ask him to to sit with you at that moment and and realize what you you it, if it's for you that you know what you're doing and what how you can get better that's all i can say i am not condemning anybody so this one is this one's a little spiritual and it is relating on child baptism this is speaking on Honestly, it's about being lost after being baptized. And every time we speak, every time I talk, when I tell a little story in in the midst of the talks that we have, I relate something that relate to something that uh, kind of deals with me or someone that I know. So <clears throat> this one relates to just about me and every other young person um, as, you know, growing up. And it was just a thing. And I don't know if parents are still doing that now. Older people probably don't even think about this right now because it kind of makes... The old religion sometimes don't know that they're doing these, these things. And God is calling it out because it needs to change. And I feel like maybe it can help us as parents and for the new generation change and get better for the good of mankind and for the good of this new generation moving forward so being baptized as a child honestly you you didn't know exactly how to give your life to Christ and be baptized of the spirit and baptized with water and we know that the kingdom of God is at hand now you know and God is working with his people more than ever he's pouring his spirit into his people and see as a child when someone explaining that to you you don't know what any none of that means you don't know what any of that jumbo it's like it goes in one ear, out the other, and you're like, what is, what are we talking about? And then you get scared, you start thinking about movies and, and all different type of things when you hear the word spirit and it didn't sound right. So, and I know it hits to certain people because I've had conversations. And um, when you get, when you get baptized, when you're four, five, six, seven, eight, nine ten and, and when you get baptized your parents just ask you a couple questions do you believe in god do you believe he died on the cross okay you can go up there anytime you want to you can when they open the doors of the church you can walk up there walk up there and get baptized you can walk up there you believe okay and i know it's just that simple just like we accept him now with understanding like a child we have to accept those things. God makes it very easy with our understanding. He's patient with us. And he knows if you accept him, you will be saved. And my um, 
my thing is, that's all true. You will be saved if you accept him. And it's just that easy. It's just that easy. That's all you That's all you have to believe in your heart. And God knows your heart if you're in true belief. But what they do not sit and explain to you in Sunday school, and I don't know about your Sunday school, so I'm not counting it, counting it off for every church and every just some of the small churches that I've known in the South, you know, here in Louisiana, in Texas. I grew up in Louisiana. And it might be why y'all might be calling me country. I don't care. I do have a slang. I don't care. It gets a little bit thicker. But I'm going to keep it professional. But I'm still myself. So, let me tell y'all something. God made it plain and clear when he said that we would have to be baptized with the Holy Spirit and with water. The way John started this baptism with water, when he came, that was his purpose. He was baptizing with water. But he also explained after that baptism, there will be one that comes after me who is greater than I. And he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. We have to know that. And I'm paraphrasing what it says in the scripture because it does say that in the scripture. But John tells us this. So... In his passages, we have to know that when we were children, we didn't get explained to, and some of us didn't, we didn't get explained about light and darkness, sin and forgiveness. That's something that we don't, we didn't take footnotes and go into deep study about. We spoke a little bit unto, for you to understand, but if you fully and truly understood it in the way that you could understand it, as a child after your baptism then what would our world look like today all of you all of those who have understand that you love God at an early age and you accepted him and we walk the walk from the word of God our spirit would have held on to the Holy Spirit and wouldn't change if we knew how God wanted us to walk when we were clean when we got clean since we were all born in sin right we were all born in sin but when we got cleaned our spirit should have gotten cleaned and it should have been explained to us what it really truly meant to be baptized for so you can see the kingdom of God now There are, uh, there's a scripture in here in John where there's an older gentleman who, and I think it was, uh, I'm going to find it because God knows that he wants us all to be believers. God knows that some people have not accepted yet, but he's still waiting on you. 
and some people don't know and you're trying to get an understanding now I'm going to find what I'm going to do is I'm going to find and the scripture where a gentleman came to Jesus and said rabbi which means teacher right rabbi how can when you say born again and I'm going to paraphrase this when you say when you say born again how can a person who is born of a mother re-enter into the mother and be born a second time. So when he explained that to break it down how we talk, if I was born from my mom, how can I go back to my mom's stomach and be born again if you say we need to be born again? How? We cannot enter into the stomach to the womb a second time. Right? So that's that's basically what that's basically what he was was saying. That's basically what the gentleman was saying to, to Jesus. And Jesus explained it to him so he could understand. And he did not condemn him. He didn't think um, twice about what he what he said. He didn't look at him and stare at him crazy, like how can you not know that? What what made you say that? Uh, you know, we, we try not to condemn anybody for things that they don't know. Because it's a lot of things that we don't know. And as kids, we didn't get taught that. So when you're older, when you're older, then you're, you receive the power by knowing what God really meant. So here, I'm going to go into uh, John. I'm in First Samuel right now. Sorry. But I'm gonna get there for y'all. I'm not gonna, I promise I'm not gonna leave y'all hanging. I'm gonna get there. Alright. Okay, so it's John third chapter, y'all. John three. Let's go to John three and three. No, three and two. Third chapter. Okay, John 3rd chapter, 2nd verse. So, it started off, and I knew I was right the first time in my head. I knew it was Nicodemus, but I didn't want to call his name because I didn't want to be wrong. I wanted to go straight to the Bible for y'all who, uh, who, who, who waits, and the ones who wait and watch and listen, you know. <laughs> you got to know that the person that you're talking to or listening to, I'm sorry, knows what they're talking about. And I want you to trust me, okay? So it was Nicodemus who came to, he was a Jewish religi- religious leader, okay? He, he, And he also was a Pharisee. So we know what the Pharisees and the Sadducees, we know how they live their lives. They kind of knew okay where's our god we have our law we're gonna go by that and anybody that says different 
okay, I need explanation or else those type of people. I need some, I need some visual uh, magic to go on around here. I need to see, you know, those, those type of people. You got to show me. So they didn't believe hardly what other Christians were saying because they thought they were just full of it. So he was a Pharisee. But he was also a grown man. And this grown man, and like a lot of the Pharisees, they didn't know. Even if they were told, they still didn't know. And sometimes, like when we're children, we were told some things in our Christianity. We didn't understand and we didn't know. Because adults were speaking to adults through adults. And they were speaking in adult language. And they never broke it down. And so... I'm going to go forth and read a little bit more. It says, after after dark one evening, he came to speak with Jesus. And he said, Rabbi. And that means teacher. We all know that God has sent you to teach us. Excuse me. Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you. This is the New International Version, y'all. The New Living Translation. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. What do you mean? exclaimed Nicodemus. How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the spirit. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say, you must be born again, you, man, woman. You must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants. Just as you can hear the wind, but can't tell where it comes from or where it is going. So you can't explain how people are born of the spirit. And Jesus was saying, When you're born again, you know, when you're born of the Spirit, you know that God is a Spirit. And God's Spirit is going to tell you and teach you where to go. His Holy Spirit is with you, and He's going to put you on the right path. But when you are born again with through human... You know, when you get born of water and a human does this, you cannot, we don't know where your spirit still is going, where it's flocking to. You can flock to the wrong spirit and cling to it and not decide to change your life. Or you can flock to the Holy Spirit and you can lead with love and lead with his instruction 
for you'll know where you're going. But if you do not get baptized with the Holy Spirit, you still don't know. There is judgment again after death. There's another judgment. You have to stand in front of God. The kingdom of the kingdom is at hand, and God is saying that the kingdom of God is at hand, and no one, not one, will be able to enter the kingdom of God without being born of the water and the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, which is our God who is here with us now, who leads you and instructs you. We must be born of both to be able to enter into the kingdom of God because you've already believed and you got baptized with water. So for those who don't understand, I hope that you can get an understanding. Okay? God spoke these directly from his mouth. He said these things. So Nicodemus said, how are these things possible? Jesus said to him, you are a respected Jewish teacher, and yet you don't understand these things? See, I love the way God says, the way Jesus speaks toward us. He knows that we're in adults. He knows where our mindset is. And because he knows that these Pharisees have a certain belief, he still asked him questions about why he doesn't understand. If you are religious, you say you're religious and you're asking me questions about this when I have explained it to you with love and teaching, you do not understand. Because some people have one way of understanding and they don't choose to get the revelation out of the word. When you're baptized with the Holy Spirit, then you know that the word of God needs revelation. You need prayer, revelation behind it, and you need to seek God's instruction with his word. And it seemed like maybe for some Pharisees, they didn't... They may have thought that was a little too much. They didn't have to do that. They just praised their one true God. They prayed and they didn't try to get the true revelation and what Jesus came to explain lovingly. So when Jesus replied to him, you are, you are a respected Jewish teacher, Nicodemus, and yet you don't understand these things. I assure you, we tell you what we know and have seen and yet you won't believe our testimony. It still didn't want to believe the testimony after seeing these things. But if you don't believe me when I tell you about earthly things, how can you possibly believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ever gone to heaven and returned. But the Son of Man has come down from heaven. And as Moses lifted up the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son 
so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. You guys know that. John 3, 16. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. We went over this one. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world in my other podcast. Please go and read it. But God is speaking now and he says, I'm going to continue. There's no judgment against anyone who believes in him. No judgment. So he's not judging you because we know you believe in you believe in him with your whole heart. You're not being condemned for not knowing it all. But he's inviting you to learn through the Holy Spirit. Get baptized, learn, and get instructed by him. And know that you believe in both so he can come and guide you. But anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only Son. You've already been judged. And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world, but people love the darkness more than the light, which is what he's saying. For their actions were evil. All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it for their sins will be exposed. Mm. But those who do what is right come to the light so others can see that they are doing what God wants. Now these are spoken these are spoken right from Jesus' mouth to us and he really is pinpointing the fact that He is God's only son. You can have eternal life if you believe. And he will send the Holy Spirit to give you a second baptism. So you'll be be baptized by the Holy Spirit and by water. When you give your whole heart into that belief. And you speak these words unto God. You know in your heart you will feel a difference. You'll feel a difference before your your neighbors, your friends, your family, everything will come to you and your spiritual journey will begin. And all who do evil in this world, they don't want to see the light. They love to live in darkness. As we continue to wait on them to come to the light, if they continue to live in darkness, then they will they will not want to be on God's side and all who refuse they're already judged a lot of people who work in the darkness and do a lot of things in the dark they don't want what their sins have put them into to be exposed in the light and that is going on to say in our daily life what you do behind closed doors will come to the light you've sinned you've come short of the glory Come to God and ask for repentance and forgiveness and sin no more. And God will walk with you. But if you continue to play in the dark, doing your dirt, doing all these things, thinking it's another day coming, I'll do it tomorrow, or I have the opportunity later to get right in my life when I get older, I'm young, I can do do my dirt. God knows my heart. Yes, he does. He knows your heart. 
and he knows that you can continue putting me off another day but who's to say that you have another day to live if your darkness catches up with you and you have not given yourself to the light it is good to expose those things if you're in the light everything is seen you turn on lamps around the house you can see when you're walking in the bathroom during the middle of the night you're not going to walk to the bathroom down the hall to the bathroom and go in complete darkness you're going to have to turn on some lights so you can see and expose the hallway where you walk in so you don't break glass or whatever you got to expose these things so you can see and when you get your spiritual eyesight and you see better you can see the forgiveness that needs to happen you can see the love around you you can see people differently expose the what you the the evil inside of you and that doesn't mean that doesn't mean exposure to the world and giving your whole life story to what what you've done but don't hide behind it in shame because that was your darkness and God has forgiven you if you've asked for forgiveness with genuine with a genuine uh, uh, apology and God will say go and sin no more that means re repentance needs to happen okay but when we're children we don't get this explanation we don't know that God is saying this to us nobody will sit us down and actually speak the word explain it tell what God meant so when you're children you absorb more things and you want to sometimes we got you get children that are hungry for it because they hear it and they want to understand why people are clapping and getting excited and getting the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit visits and touches them and gets them overexcited in church and why is this and why is that our church we used to see people fall out and on the benches and scream out of nowhere and they catch it god it speaks to their spirit speaks to their soul something something gets them roared and fired up and that's the lord and we were thinking what is that we were thinking what is that something that got them roared and fired up and we just thought it was weird to we wanted to be cool we just i had a, a couple friends in church that I sat by all the time. I still was quiet. But they would just sit there and make me laugh all through church. Or either they had my back if I fell asleep. <laughs> and a lot of things I fell asleep on. And that's another thing. We let our children sleep through church. Through church service. When service is going on and we're there. We're trying to get our word. But are we caring about the kids getting their word or we just letting them lay across our laps fanning them with the program and not explaining what the preacher is talking about and not digging deep into it and asking questions after church service what did you get out of church service today what stuck out to you and i'm going to explain to you what church the the message was today 
and I'm going to give you the revelation and the meaning about it. But a lot of people, a lot of, of our elders were, they didn't understand it. And, they, and you had some that had the mindset of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Come on now, I just got to speak this. I'm sorry if I'm going in. I'm sorry if I'm going in. But I have to speak this. God's word is so important to me. It is so important to me. And what he's saying in this time is that his kingdom is at hand. And he wants us all to understand. He wants you to come and understand so he can give you the Holy Spirit. He can He can put that, that understanding of what the Holy Spirit baptism means. Because the Holy Spirit is with you always. Just so you know. I want you to know that who's who's listening and trying to get a, a, a bit of revelation. The Holy Spirit is with you always. For now and forevermore. He's here. He's here. He's, he's what's protecting you from what's going on out there. Right? He's the one at your bedside when you're praying right now. Or right after this podcast, I pray to God that you give him your time. And if we we go and give these podcasts uh, so much time and, and count it all joy that you are here with me and you are um, giving your time to listen to me speak for 30 minutes it's that's a blessing i love you all i do and i hope you love me back and all i can do is say that i'm praying for you that you get an understanding and that the kingdom of god will have your spirit dwelling there and living life with eternal life with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that he may come and uplift you and you have a great understanding in what real love is. It's not in that person laying right beside you. God is with them. If they are spiritual and they love it and they are on a spiritual journey with God, that's God, Spirit, loving you enough And if they love you enough, they should love you enough to give you the understanding. The same understanding that they get on a spiritual level. Because you both would be earthly angels living life to the fullest and allowing God to do what he does best in your temple. Your body is his temple. My father's house, there are many mansions. You are a mansion. Okay, and God lives there inside of it, which is you. Love it, help your brother, your sister understand, help your children, uh, give them Bible uh, quizzes, make it fun so they understand. The revelation comes to children in different ways, and I know if it's not anything that's going to stick and catch their attention from what they're every day then I know I have to change something up so change something you're doing God has given us another opportunity if you're still breathing right here with me change something you're doing and allow the Holy Spirit to work 
okay? I guarantee you, he will make a way. I love you guys. I had to go there tonight. I'm so sorry that it took 35 minutes for me to get it out. But, of course, like I said, I like to talk. And I'm glad you're here and you like to listen. So, be the salt of the earth, okay? So, tea for me, okay? And do me a favor. Season well. God bless you. God be with you and your family. And I hope you have a good, good, and blessed afternoon. Thank you for listening.